It's called Artist of the Month. And our artist that is sponsoring the show this month is a good buddy of mine, Mr. Aaron Tanner. I need y'all to go look him up on all his social medias. Uh, Aaron Tanner Music on Instagram. Aaron Tanner Music on Facebook. Uh, AaronTannerMusic.com. His TikTok, surprise, Aaron Tanner. My dude likes to mix gospel and some honky-tonk music. I've had him in the studio a couple times. He's a cool dude. So y'all please go check him out. If any of y'all are interested in booking him, email him at B-A-Tanner, T-A-N-N-E-R, 89 at gmail.com or call him at 912-246-4977. Aaron Tanner is our artist of the month for January 2023. How about some cowboy stuff? My buddy, old friend, Chris Sapp, owner of Desperado and Company over at the Puller Tanger Outlet Mall. They are in Suite 611. They offer all kind of Western wear. Boots, toddlers, youth, women's, men's, everything. They have Ariat wallets, phone cases, men and women's jewelry, uh, Montana silversmith, belt buckles, Ariat belts for men. They offer clinch, Ariat and Wrangler are their main brands of clothes. Lots of exotic boots. Uh, guys, I saw some of the stuff that they're bringing me and some of the stuff I get to try on. Let me tell you, there's a lot of great Western wear places that are up in Nashville that I get to go to. This place compares to every single one of them. So what I need you guys to do is look up Desperado and Company, Chris Sapp. Their phone number is 912 912- Six zero four zero three eight nine. Go check them out. Get all turquoise the hell up. Get all westerned up. Look like a cowboy cowgirl. Western fashion is the coolest shit to me, by the way. And uh, the fact that they're on board as a sponsor now, I can't wait to try on some of the stuff that he has sent me and everything that they have sent me in pictures uh, to get my size in. Dude, it's all banging. It's all awesome. So look up Desperado and Company now. Mr. Chris Sapp, once again, the Puller Tanger Outlet Mall, Suite 611. Now, a couple days ago, I did a show with Miss Lori from Lori's Dive-In over in Alamo. She brought me and Gracie all types of food, even a keto pizza, a cauliflower pizza. I've never ate anything like that before in my life. And let me tell you, it was banging. The wings were amazing. She does this special mix-up with lemon pepper and buffalo, and it's out of this world. Her wings are cooked better than almost any place I've ever been. Um, So what else did she bring us? She brought us fried Oreos. She brought us fried pickles. Uh, The barbecue was awesome. The hamburger was banging. When you go there, too, folks, you can go back and listen to the whole episode between me and her. Her staff is awesome. You feel like you're at home. 
It's just the best little place around. I know whenever we go through Alamo or I'm going down 16, I'm going to divert myself to go get lunch there. Y'all please go check her out. Her phone number is 912-568-1645. It's on Commerce Street over in Alamo. You can't miss it. It's Lori's Dive-In. Go get fed good. Go get treated good. You're not going to get better service from better people anywhere around here. So go check her out now. Let me tell you guys about the baddest insurance agent around these parts, Miss Jenna Carr. She's an alpha insurance agent. She handles home, auto, life, and business. She's located in Macon, Georgia at 3312 Northside Drive, Suite C-160. Uh, let me tell you about Miss Jenna. Not only is she just the sweetest, cutest damn thing you ever seen, but she takes care of business like a true professional. I love dealing with her. Uh, she's done got me hooked up with life insurance because let's be honest, I'm going to need it. And uh, every time I've ever dealt with her, a complete pleasure. So y'all do me a favor now. Give her a call and go look her up on social media. Jenna Carr, Alpha Insurance Agency. And that phone number in Macon is 478 621-7065. Tell her that you need the same package, home, life, auto, all that good stuff that she hooked me up with. Thank y'all for tuning in to the Josh Terry Podcast. I am up in Nashville, and one of the organizations that I absolutely love. Uh, at the beginning of 2021, I had the pleasure of meeting Mr. Jason Johnson, and he told me all about Project K-9 Hero, and I've been obsessed with the organization ever since then. Uh, and I not only have him on today, but I've got one of their board members, and uh, I don't know if Sean's on the board. I probably should have fucking asked that first. But uh, I've got Jason Johnson, <laughs> Mr. Patrick, and Sean on the show today. <laughs> so, hi, guys. How the hell are you doing? <laughs> We're doing great. Really really appreciate you having us on. And uh, so Sean's hooked. actually representing his uh, company, who's one of our silver sponsors, uh, State Line K9, for our upcoming uh, uh, performance repository we're going to be talking about today. That's cool. What, what is the, what's the company, Sean? State Line K9? Yeah. What is it? Uh, we train everything from pet dogs all the way up through, um, you know, personal protection, police dogs, uh, sport and all that. Okay. That's cool. The 10,000 square foot, uh, facility, um, we do boarding trains and, you know, everything from day training to boarding trains to, like I said, personal protection and so on. Well, that's cool. So you know how to make the bitches act right. <clears throat> Yeah, we try. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I need some pointers. I got some fucked up exes. Uh, that's a horrible joke. If y'all can't tell, I'm hungover. Thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you to Trey Lewis, to everybody that is listening. Yeah, well, you guys were in Birmingham last night, right? Yeah, so uh, real quick for the listeners. Uh, Trey Lewis is his hometown, right? And um, he wanted to take us out afterwards. And it was really cool. I usually, I don't know if you guys know this, but your hometown usually doesn't support you, like in whatever you do. Um, for some reason, it's just always weird. Trey's hometown came out like in droves last night and really got behind him. It was really cool. and uh, But he wanted to take us to every bar and uh, that he had ever played. And then there's bars that like if you pay a $5 membership for the whole year, it stays open 
like till five o'clock in the morning. So um, I was supposed to leave my Airbnb at 10 this morning. I didn't leave yeah. till 12 and I was supposed we, to be at Nashville at 12 and didn't get here till four. It's not, do you guys go to D Fort? I don't know. We probably, we might have. I used to be, I used to be stationed down in Anniston like three times in my life. So I know Birmingham, Anniston area. Well, it was cool. It was the first time I've ever been to Birmingham. So I had a, I had a really good time. Yeah. But, awesome. But, but I'll make the I'll make another day this week about that bastard. Let's make it about y'all. Uh, <laughs> but I just want everybody to know why I'm sounding like shit and feel bad. Uh, but go ahead, uh, Jason. Tell them about yeah. next week. Let's kick it off with that. Tell them about yeah, uh, think, the event. Uh, you still got tickets yeah. and everything for sale. Push that shit and let's try to we get do. some folks in there. We do. So the big event last year, we had our first uh, inaugural, um, you know, performance for Pause. And what it is, it's a fundraising charity concert for our. National 51C3 that we talked about, Project Canine Hero. And this is to raise money, uh, you know, through using performers, musicians, you know, Nashville's finest to get out there and talk about uh, not only what we do for the police canines, but the military working dogs, not just here in Tennessee, but all across the United States and all across the world. So we had a great event last year. It was at the Palace. I will say the Nashville Palace are, is a great staff. They give that, you know, they, they, they open their arms to us. And let us use that facility. They're, they're nothing but top notch. So the Nashville Palace, hundred percent on board with this this project. And we, I would like to say we couldn't do it without them, uh, without the management or staff there. And they've been really promoting it themselves. But this year it's going to be Thursday, January twenty sixth at six p.m. And uh, doors going to open at uh, about five. We're going to have some artists up on stage. You know, kind of warm up artists where people can sit and get started. And we're going to start the show. I'm still adding a couple uh, secret names to the show, but the show consists of at least 10 primary artists. Uh, last year, we had quite a few more, but I can give some of the names for those who are looking to see what's going to be this year. Uh, we're going to have Mr. Daryl Worley welcome us back. He was there last year. Daryl did a great job. For those who know Daryl, he's a huge patriot, supporter of police and military, uh, does a great job for us. Uh, Anthony Smith, uh, big-time national songwriter. Uh, Anthony has written two of my favorite songs, Run by George Strait, Cowboys Like Us by George Strait. Uh, just some of my favorite songs ever. Miss Jana Kramer. Everyone knows Jana. I'm sure at some point, Josh, you've had a crush on her. So, uh, Ooh, yeah, <laughs> Jana will be there. And, uh, you know, she, she's got some great hit songs. Keith Anderson. A lot of people remember Keith Anderson. Love his music. Uh, he's great. Jared Neiman. I know a lot of people know Jared's music as well. Heidi Newfield. Uh, she is a great solo act. I saw at the Bluebird Cafe. Those don't recognize the name right away. She was with the band Trick Pony for years. But I saw the Bluebird Cafe a few years ago, man, and she was just playing acoustic, and it was probably one of the better performances I've ever seen in Nashville. She's Clint Daniels. Tough. Yeah, she's great. Clint Daniels is great. He's written a lot of number ones, too. I think he just recently. Amazing songwriter. Yeah, Clint's great. Uh, he said John Party's recent. Uh, I think if she ain't in it, was recent there. And uh, our good buddy, Rob Mays, who we had on the show last year when we talked about this. Rob's also a big-time Hollywood actor as well as a performer. And I'm going to add two more names to that. I know what one of them are, but I, I can't I can't release it because you know how that goes right now. <laughs> but we will. We will probably, hopefully, around the time the show comes out. And uh, we also have um, – uh, looks like you froze up there for a minute, so I want to make sure you can hear can, my audio. I can hear your audio. There you go. I don't know what's okay. happening. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you know, Rob will be out there. Two more artists. I'm shooting for the stars on these last two, to be honest with you, Josh. I'm pulling out every stop I got in Nashville, which, you know, it could be nothing. It could be a lot. Uh, you know, so we're, we're trying to really – you really have a show that's going to – people are going to memorize it. You know, they're, it's going to be memorable. 
Um, I'm trying to do three rounds when you get there. You'll come in. We'll have three rounds with the, the groups of people I named and two more. And then uh, we'll have some silent auction items in there. We'll be thanking our sponsors. Um, we're going to have a bunch of our dogs come. It's going to be hard to keep them separate. Pat, have you? we should talk about this real quick. Well, let me tell you how people get tickets first. If you've heard all that and you want to get tickets, you can go to projectk9hero.org. Um, mm-hmm. It is at the top of our website. There is a link to order or purchase your table tickets or sponsorships. We have uh, four top tables available, two top tables still available. You can get individual tickets. Uh, we have a few sponsorships available, which um, for companies like Stateline Canine, who stepped up to be one of our silver sponsors, that's going to come with your table where you can bring, you know, a group of four and all that with you and get a lot of the other benefits that a uh, that a sponsorship would get. So there's just a lot of options with all that stuff right there. Um, the uh, but again, the tickets project canonhero.org is top of the website. We're, we're going to have a lot of dogs there. Last year, uh, we brought some program members to tell their stories. Pat, have you thought about bringing Dax? We haven't had a chance to talk about that yet. Yeah, I got, I just, yesterday I was at the VA. I'm waiting on some stuff to see if I can get away from here. Um, mm-hmm. I really want to make it. Uh, Sean and I were going to fly down there, but I don't, looking at some stuff like personal, I don't know sure. if I'll be able to get down there this year. No worries. No worries. as it is. Well, we're going to have, when we talk about dogs, before we get into Pat's background, a little bit about Dax and a dog that we care for in our program. Um, We'll have dogs like K9 Mattis. He's a pretty uh, famous dog in our program. He's got over 5 million followers, TikTok followers. Uh, You know, this past year, Mark had to rush Mattis up to the ER on a Friday night with $6,700, something that he called me, Project K9 Hero. I was able to call and put it on our credit card that night so he could get the surgery that saved his life. If not, two things happen. Um, either that handler uh, goes into personal financial debt or that dog goes without. So we don't want to see our military members like Pat here who recently uh, got out of the Army and is now trying to go to school and learn, learn things. Uh, or guys like Mark, who's still active duty as a patrol officer, have to fork that kind of money over out of their own pocket. It's just not fair. And that's what Project K9 Hero really stands for. We make sure all the dogs in our program are taken care of for life at 100%. We're going to let Pat talk a little bit about that here in a minute. But um, we're going to have program members come maybe up to eight that we've either saved their life, we've either rehomed them, replaced them, they're going to be euthanized otherwise, and they're getting their second chance. So that's those are the stories we're going to tell. Hopefully, they'll help generate some, some donations, some stuff at the silent auction. We've got trips. We've got jerseys. We've got different things to give away, sign things. It's going to be really cool. So I'm super excited. And after the last round goes around 10 o'clock, we've got that front area, Josh, which a lot of people know the front area of the Nashville Palace. We're going to have an after party. We got a lot of local Nashville singers and songwriters who are going to be getting up there and playing until 2 a.m. So it's going to be a good time all the way from 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. I really suggest people who are in town get tickets now. This thing's going to sell out. Uh, I think the day of, if you're waiting to the day of or the day before to get tickets, I think it could be too late. So Project K9Hero.org, and you'll find it right at the top. Explain to folks real quick, because I know a lot of people, when I, I try to tell folks when we're doing the TikTok lives and all that kind of stuff, or just explaining to people that unless you have certain credentials, you can't own these dogs. So how a lot well, of people he, don't, he, a lot of people don't get that. Yeah. So, uh, try, yeah let me explain go over that, that first, folks. first, it's important to know that, when a police canine or a military working dog service is done, there's not a lot of programs in place to help them. Um, I've 
fortunately served in the civilian police. I've served, served in the military. I've served in the federal government and overseas as well. There are very few organizations that may have like a union or the city put away a little money, but I'm saying that's less than 3% in the world. So without a doubt, Pat's going to be able to tell you, he's served in the United States Army. Uh, the United States Army, Air Force, I think Sean was in the Air Force. Um, you know, these services don't have programs in place to help you take care of your dog and retirement. We have a VA. We're disabled veterans. I know Pat's going through some stuff with that right now. Uh, but we don't, we don't, we at least have services with them. The dogs don't get any of that, right? So here's what happens. Whoever ends up adopting this dog is 100% responsible for their well-being and their financial uh, burdens. Uh, when Pat tells his story, he's going to tell us about his dog who he deployed overseas with, um, had to have a pretty serious surgery and has some pretty serious knee and hip issues. Uh, there's there's nothing in place to help Pat with those. It's just on him. So luckily he's in our program now and Project Canine Hero helps take care of that 100%. So back to your question, Josh, 90% 90, 90 of the dogs that we see in our program, we have 215 today, are stay with their handler. Like Pat has his dog, stays with him, going to stay with him. He's going to have it for life. However, there's about 10% of dogs that find themselves without a place to go to in retirement, that they just you know, handler got out of service, uh, the one's not available, went on with a new life, uh, whether it be at the police department, whether it be in the military, whether it be in a federal agency, it happens. Um, and when that happens, you know, Project Canine Hero has a rehabilitation rehoming facility here in Tennessee, 177 acres, and Pat's been lucky to be out here before to see it, and he can tell you firsthand, but we have kennels here where we try to take them in and make sure that we do adopt them out. Now, when we adopt a dog like this out, you're right, it's not for everybody. I probably have over 700 to 800 pending applications. And to be quite frank, truthful with you, only 1% of those people are qualified to handle one of these dogs. These dogs are here because they have their own behavioral issues. They have aggression issues. And it takes someone who really knows the breed, who knows who's been around or has worked, a police canine or military working dog, who most of them, you can't have little kids in the home. Most of them, you can't have another dog in the home. Most of them, you need to have a nice fenced yard where they can play and they can be secure not only not to escape from, but so people can't come in and approach them and get hurt. So uh, we have all that on our website at projectcaninehero.org. We have adoption applications. Um, we have dogs up for adoption now. It just takes a very special person with a very special background to place that. And when people do apply, they need to come here for at least two days with our staff and work with us one-on-one -on -one to show us that they possess these skills. And that, that's very difficult to do. So, but you're right. These dogs aren't for everybody and, and they're dangerous. They're, um, not only are they dangerous to the public, they can be dangerous to themselves. And it's my job as the founder and CEO of this organization to make sure they don't get put down. That means I got to put them in a position in life they don't bite somebody. They don't get in trouble. They don't find themselves in a situation that's going to get them like that. So that's why we work so hard to do what we do. I see, dude, I love it. I'm telling you, since the first time you told me, I, I've been hooked on it. Uh, somebody posted a meme the other day, and it was, um, if I – I won't watch a movie where a dog dies in it, but I'll watch a movie yeah. uh, about the Holocaust all day. <laughs> and it, it, I'm the same way. Yeah, I don't want to watch. I don't watch those dog dying movies. I, I can't. I, 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 if I even think about a dog suffering, there's something. <laughs> there's something about it because we don't deserve dogs. Yeah, like when man's best friend. There's something about dogs that we just don't deserve. And especially the ones that are soldiers, the ones that are police officers, there's just something special to them. And what you guys do is just over the top special. And uh, I just love it. Um, 
what were you saying, Jason, about uh about Patrick's story uh with his well, dog? Yo, let's let's go back a little bit on that, and I'll, yeah. I'll kind of lead into how okay. we got in here. Um, okay. Pat had applied. He got out of the, he got out of the military. He'll tell you when not that long ago in the past year. And uh, when he got out, he was able to keep his retired military working dog. But his retired military working dog, who we deployed overseas with, um, actually had a, some serious medical issues. Now those financial burdens, like I said, becomes his problem. And so he found about our organization applied. We accepted him. Recently, uh. My treasurer uh, on our board of directors had to make a change in, in his career, took on a, a much higher position uh, with responsibility and asked if maybe I could find a replacement. I put a, a opening out there for people who might be interested in joining our board and what that looked like for their career. Obviously, we're looking for someone who has passion about it, someone who has experience and background. Pat, being one of our program members, had uh, applied and he was uh, accepted in the position. So he's now our new treasurer on the board of directors of Project Canine Hero. He comes with a vast experience of serving in the United States Army, uh, six deployments overseas, dog handler. Now he's working with State Line Canine to dedicate his entire career to working with dogs. Specifically, what I, you know, Pat would like to talk about how he wants to work with the rehabilitation of dogs, right? And so how perfect is that for us in our organization? So with that introduction, uh, you know, that's Pat Pat Lesser, and he's uh, not only a, a veteran, but he's he's really committed his life to uh, working with these working dogs. And we're super excited to have him as our newest board of director to Project Canine Hero. Congratulations. Thanks. That's awesome. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, this is my time to talk. Yeah, this is, this is where you yeah, talk. Right, this is where you talk. We'll <laughs> no, I got well, a little bit. <laughs> we'll, shut, we'll shut the hell up now. Tell us a little bit about Dax and, you know, his service and, you know, kind of reconfirm, reconfirm that, hey, you know, there's just not anything out there for these guys and what his, some of his medical issues and what some of those costs are. Yeah, so Dax, uh, he has super, I mean, just in general, he had real bad uh, bilateral hip impingements, even while we were uh, in together from the get-go. Um, and then it just led to right before I got him, uh, he had to get his first knee replacement and we're looking at his second. Fortunately for me, uh, because of Dax and trying to give him the best life that I can, because he deserves it all. Um, uh, I I go through NC State right now uh, for certifications in uh, rehabilitation and canine <clears throat> fitness. Just trying to do my best uh, due diligence by him to keep him going. Hopefully keep him from having to get a second knee surgery. Um, he did have surgery. I want to say it was Christmas right before Christmas when we were in Tampa, um, which um, was one of those things uh, just randomly out of the blue, Dax, uh, he had a bunch of cysts on his back start growing uh, and explode uh, and just start pussing out. Uh, he just had, he had four of them that we ended up removing that just were on his body natural there. <laughs> we did tests on them, nothing serious coming from just uh, benign tumors that they were, but uh um, thankfully project canine hero stepped in, footed the whole bill for me. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. It was in a pretty rough time for me. We were going down to Tampa that week. Uh, so it was awesome having project canine hero step in and, and foot that for me too. But you remember what the estimate cost on that pat was? I can look it up. I have it on my drive right now. Yeah. I mean, at any rate, Josh, some of these are 1,000, 2,000, 5,000, $10,000. And here's Pat, who just got out of the military, trying to use his GI Bill to go to school, further his education. You know, my question is, why is Pat responsible for these costs? 
Yeah. yeah. What blew my mind was the first time we talked, Jason, and yep. that there's no programs that were set up to take care of these. Like, if it wasn't for for your organization, um, and I'm not familiar if there's any other organizations along. There's the a line. few others, yeah. yeah. No, there's but, a few others that do similar things, but there's no government. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. There's right. no, and th- that's just that's fucking stupid to me. That's been stupid to me ever since I found out about it. That it just makes no sense to me, and I. I just love what y'all do. It's hard for me to ever come up with anything better to say because I, I hate just sitting here just praising your ass uh, and everything that you do. <laughs> but it's, it's I always loved when somebody sees a need and instead of saying, I wish somebody would do something, they're the one that does it. Yeah, I mean, I had a I had a pretty fruitful career in the U.S. government, you know, and I could have just wrote this. Remember when you had your career, you know, and you – quit your career to do this kind of uh you know i had a career i could have just rode out there in u.s government land and been fine but i said you know what i'm gonna do something different i need to i need to take the skills i do have and i need to put that towards something different and that's what created 2016 project canine hero and you know uh i took 500 dollars in my pocket in 2016 started up i I left the government 17 slowly built that up 500,000 in one year then up to a million we did 3.8 million last year uh, I believe we're or two years ago. I think this past year when the taxes come, we're going to be around four, four and a half, a little under that. And, uh, you know, 215 dogs and we have, we're getting applications daily, multiple applications daily. And just so, you know, people who might have a police canine or military working dog, they can apply and we get applications all the time, but we have the financial ability to put in one new dog a week. And we put in one new dog a week. That's, that's really committed to about twenty twenty five thousand dollars for its life, depending on the average it lives. And if you could think about every week being committed to twenty twenty five thousand dollars, how hard we have to work um, to make sure that we're maintaining that level of funding uh, is a, is a lot on me. But you know, I'm comfortable with the fifty two new heroes a year. We're going to keep it at that. But even though I may get you know, 500 applications a year, only 52 are going to get in. And we try to take the ones with special needs of financial burden. I'll tell you why Pat got in, uh, in my mind. Uh, served overseas with his dog. Dog's combat veteran. Pat's six-time combat veteran. Uh, gets out, has these knee issues, hip injuries. We know this costs a lot of money. We know this is expensive. Already getting out with a pre-existing condition. And then knowing that it's going to take more. Um, knowing that Pat has wants the ability to get his education, use his GI Bill, go to school. Okay, well, that's usually enough money to pay for all that, but it's not usually enough money to pay for, you know, other things in life like a $5,000 knee replacement for your dog that you yep. served in Afghanistan with. So, um, you know, I, and I think, Pat, correct me wrong, I think you were still on active duty when you got inducted to the program. Uh, Yes. Yep. Yeah. Which, I, uh... which is... I want to say it was very, very close, 100%. Yeah, which is even more important to me, Josh, because we know that active duty soldiers only can make so much money in life. They don't get an yeah. opportunity to go out and start getting other jobs. So if you got this big bill, how are you supposed to pay it? Well, the military and the government really doesn't quite think of things like that. They just tell you to do what you can do. Good luck. And they're not really concerned with the outcome. Yeah, don't get me started on that. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, y'all served and I didn't. So there's, you know, there's certain things that I could probably say that you can't, but like it, from the outside looking in, 
I hate to see the way that service members and even the animals get shafted. I I, I just I hate it. It's just it's it's just the most despicable I just, shit. I just try to be real careful because I still work with all the government agencies because yeah. you know they call me to help them. So rather than putting them down and saying, "Hey, this is what I think of you," yeah. I just let people know there's no programs in place. However, it's my job in life to make a program in place yeah. that I'm going to work hard to change laws. And as you know, I've been going to DC the last couple of years. I've had a bill in Congress already, HR 5081, which was the canine hero act. I'm working with Congress and Senate. I was there last week. Um, that's my job. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to see that some of these laws get changed. So there are benefits like VA benefits for our retired heroes. Uh, so that's, that's, that's my life's mission. It's not an easy one. But I guess that's one I've chosen. Like, like I'll put it like this. I hope you work so hard that Project Canine Hero isn't a thing one day. Like I, I hope yeah. that the I hope the government ends up having to do what's right one day. Yeah. And, yeah. and that I shit mean, will never I, happen. I but I hope that I hope that you do enough to where they do the right thing. That's my that's my goal in life. But we both know that fuck ain't happening. That's it's I, I'm already forty. I'm gonna be forty eight in February, man. Yeah. I don't think I'm gonna, it's going to be hard to do in my <laughs> lifetime, but I'm working on it. Uh, you show me what I, I, I'm supposed to do when, uh, when you need me to pick up the torch and I'm, I'll, I'll help you. You know, and we talked about that with Pat. That's why I brought in Pat as a, a Pat. So I think about 20 years younger than me or so. So, you know, two generation or a generation below me, yeah. uh, two decades below me where we can bring in board members, you know, who, if, if it's time for me to move on and that torch needs to be keep going, you know, we have people out there, involved in our program who can keep it going pat uh i don't know it, it's just this shit is hard for me to talk about because i get i get irritated like i'm a very opinionated person um if you can't tell this uh, this is what i do for a living i get paid to talk right i get paid to give an opinion and uh it's just i hate seeing people get shafted and i hate to see where that there's even a need for it. Like, I hate that. I hate that this is a thing. And I know that I keep like, um, bringing that back up. Um, but I just want the people that's listening to know if we keep talking about, we keep going over and it stays repetitive, that the donations need to be made, that people need to come out to the event, that money needs to be donated. There's what is it? $25,000 a week that y'all have to spend right for the dogs. Like it's, yeah, it's, so that's it's not, not going to stop. We spend, but we yeah. we take on another uh, take on know, another commitment yeah. every week. That's what I meant. Okay, yeah, like, yeah, it's not going to stop. That that's what I'm. Oh trying. no, we have yeah, we have over 500 pending applications right now. Yeah, and the folks that are listening to this, they need to know that even if it's if it's 50 bucks, you can throw in. If it's five bucks, if it's 500, if it's 5,000, a little bit goes a long way. I always say, many hands make light work. If you can do whatever, just do whatever. It's a great organization, and it's just that you're doing something that nobody else is doing, or not many's doing. Not not many's doing. Well, and ours it, is a little different with our rehab rehoming facility here. Yeah, and then the things that we do with the full time medical bills, and then we do portraits for all the dogs in the past. I'm sure you've seen that. Yeah, our apparel line, which you know you're wearing a part of right now. Yeah. you know it's just we. I try to be super diverse with the program, man, and and really. You know, it's awesome. I get people text me like, I'm getting on a plane in Salt Lake. There's a dude wearing your shirt, you know, just all over. So it's, it's, it's great for me too. Well, I think, I think the fact that you made it a brand too, like that you made it something, you made it cool. 
makes people yeah. want to be involved with it too. I think that was a great idea. Yeah, you look at these names that I talked about this concert, man. I mean, you're getting all these artists. Uh, and I should I should have mentioned I didn't. Our host is Danielle Peck, who is a host on Spirit Sex Sons Watching Country. And uh, getting artists and hosts like that out there on a Thursday night to donate their time. <coughs> Excuse me. It's just super special. And to get them involved, and I couldn't be more thankful for their time. And all the people are going to come out and uh, support our charity. Yeah. Well, do y'all have any other things that y'all want to push? Because <laughs> the main thing I just want people to do is to come out to the event. And I want them to go to uh, projectk9hero.org, make donations. We're going to be doing some lives the next couple of days until mm -hmm. the event to raise some money to donate through us. But you can go directly to them as well. Um, if y'all got any stories y'all want to share, if y'all got anything y'all want to push, now would be the time to do it. I mean, I'll just say um, it's great to have this around and see it growing because, you know, um, you know, all my retired dogs from the police department I was on, like, not that I had a problem doing it at all, but this would have, this would have been great, uh, you know, help me out with some bills. But, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is really nice to see. Uh, most people think that uh, police departments, uh, once dogs retire, that they take care of them. And the sad fact is uh, the majority of them don't. They give them like a um, – yeah, you're, here's your last vet visit, load up on meds, all right, and then the rest is on you. And, again, I don't have a problem doing it, uh, but, yeah, any help <laughs> any help not, is also uh, – Yeah, very that's a good point, Sean. I mean, you know, not but not everyone's capable of doing it, you know. Right. I, yeah, I mean, at the time, uh, you know, I've, I've gone through, uh, you know, personal issues. I went through a divorce that, you know, my ex, uh, a lot of money went bye-bye. So I was, <laughs> you know, had some time in my life where, <laughs> anyway. Look, so, let me just uh, tell you a quick story that, about that. yesterday. You know, Josh, because I got so many stories, so I'll just go as far back as yesterday. This is, you know, my daily life. Everything changes. Things move so fast around here. So yesterday we put in program number 214. His name was Canine Loki. Served in Kenton County, Kentucky. The canine Loki uh, was retired after his handler, Jason, was hit head on on October 3rd, 2021 by an oncoming vehicle. Mm. That disabled him and has put him out of work to this day. He's in rehabilitation fighting to get back to work. In February of 2022, they just retired Loki because they figured, man, he's going to be out for a long time. Let's retire Loki. So now he's out of work. He's in rehabilitation. He's, he's, he's not got everything in his life straight like it was. And in June of last year, Loki gets blow, gastric torsion, has to go to the ER. They do an x-ray lab and he passes away. Couldn't save him. Mm. That bill wasn't even that much, 500 something dollars. That bill's been outstanding to this week. He applied for our services. He couldn't even pay it. And so and some people say, well, 500 something dollars, that's not that much money. Well, if you got hit on, on an accident and you're out of work and now you, all your other bills in your life has changed, it can be. So we paid that bill this week. We put Loki in the program, even though he passed away. We're going to do a portrait for him and his family of, of the dog, and we took care of all that. So that's just one example of something that happened in the last 24 hours here at Project K9 Hero, how we're making a difference in uh, uh, Covington, Kentucky. If any of my dogs ever die and you give me a painting of them, I'm going to drive to Chattanooga or right outside where you live, and I'm going to punch you because I will cry forever. You see, you see some of these behind me here? I know. Are, I don't want to look at them. These are my dog Flash, though. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Dude, that's the nicest shit. Like, that's just – you're a good dude. Everything that uh, y'all do is just – And that's what so I try to do good. 
as the founder of this, you know, is there are organizations that help with this or help with meds or the bills. Well, once you come in ours, like Pat's in ours, he's in for life. 100% we got, we got his dog Dax taken care of for life. When he passes, we're going to do end of duty services. We're going to do a nice portrait for his family. Uh, he'll be able to come out here to the memorial garden where we have rocks uh, with their name on it, their dates of service and stuff, and they can bring their family for the rest of their lives and, and do that. So it's more, you know, we try to be more than just a single purpose nonprofit. Uh, we're trying, I'm trying, and then I'm working on Congress trying to change the way these police canines and military working dogs are taken care of for generations to come well after my, my time. I'm scared. I'm going to cry when I, when you tell me this, because I don't know, I know what it's probably is going to be. What are the end of service rituals for a dog? Well, people could go to our YouTube page at Project Canine here on YouTube, and you'll see uh, the, I'm the, not. Cedar, the, Cedar, the Cedar Honor Walk, who is a mm -hmm. uh, military working dog in the Marines. We did a, a nice honor walk in Virginia where we've had uh, service members from the Marines come out, service members from the local sheriffs come out and do stuff. If we don't do a ceremony like that because not everybody wants that, we at least do the full cremation, get a nice urn form on us, and then the portraits. And we put about we put about $1,000 into these portraits. We have a world-renowned pet portrait artist in the uk who does them it's a nice pencil kind of painting and uh we do that she gets it back here then we have a framing gallery again an art center downtown chattanooga uh who frames it up for us we ship them out right to their home in a nice package like i said it's about a thousand dollar process but i will tell you what and, and sean you know as a as a former police canine handler could you imagine and I don't know if you have any portraits of your dog, but can you imagine if an organization sent you like a super nice big portrait of your dog that was framed and matted? If you had that hanging in your living room for the rest of your life, what that would mean to you. You know what I mean? So that's what. Yeah, we that'd be amazing. They rarely, unless something was to happen like on duty. Right. Um, they really don't make a big hoopla out of anything. But, you know, they might there might be a uh, if you're lucky, an interdepartmental email saying announcing the passing and you exactly. might have like you know a friend or two giving you a call you know obviously people that know you they might call you or reach out or something like that but there's nothing formal and um you know i probably would break down and start crying and yeah. stuff like that anyway but uh yeah um you know for the uh out of respect for you know the dog that did the time it'd be nice to have something like that yeah, especially honestly for the family too. Like you know, your kids seeing something like that would be you know a great memory. Uh, Jason, just to help Project Canine Hero go more viral and get more acknowledgement than it uh already does, and I don't know whether you'd want to do this, and it, it, I guess you'd have to do it carefully. But uh, whenever the dogs pass, and you do send those portraits out, you should have someone there to get the reaction when the families open up the portraits. Yeah, I, I wish I. And that's something we should do on a few of them because, yeah, I think that would really help. We do have a TikTok and we don't yeah. get on there too much, but that, that I know, I know that's big in the social media thing. Yeah. And I know it's something that would really help because I already know. And it's almost, and Sean can say this, it's almost too personal. Well, I mean, I it almost yeah. is. Man. Well, I, I say, I say you, that I, I you're know the verge of being like, uh, all right, a little almost like pushy, like you're, you know what I mean? Almost, and it, you would have to, I don't, I don't love attention. I, yeah, believe it or not, I well, I, well, I there. I guess the reason why I say that though is for the. I guess y'all rely on a lot of donations. Though I think absolutely. If, I mean, that's how yeah, the only way that, a nonprofit works. Necessary. Yeah. So yeah. that in my in my mind, if you were to do that and people were to know, 
more about that, which I guess we're telling about it on the show and everything too. But if you could get some of the reactions from it, I I think that would help. I think people would be like, well, shit. It would. It, I think it would sucker, not sucker. It would hit a lot of heartstrings. Oh, it, for sure. it, it would. It would hit a lot of heartstrings. For sure. Oh, it would yeah. hurt. It would hurt. Absolutely. Bad. Absolutely. Speaking of heartstrings, we're working with a uh, an organization uh, that donates guitars, and they've donated That's one cool. to uh, Danielle. Uh, and Miss Peck's going to be bringing one to the concert. We're going to have all the artists signing it who's going to be there from that awesome list I, I put out there. So that's going to one of the type of things that we're going to have up for auction. Uh, but you have to be live at the event to, to do it. So um, super great things there. And, and Sean, I hope if, uh, you know, even if Pat can't make it, you can come down and represent State Line Canine and some people from your, from your company. Um, because we're super uh, grateful for your sponsorship and all the other sponsors we got that we want to make sure that they have a good time. The artists and Josh, you've been to the palace and you've been to my events before. It, it's super personal. They're, they're going to be walking around. You're going to get to meet them. You're going to get to talk to them. You can tell them who you are. They're going to want to know who you are. You know, we're going to have dogs there. Um, they're going to want a lot of them last year with Mattis. They're, they're all like, I got, I got to get my picture with Mattis, you know, and you know, all these country music artists get down there and get their photos. You know, there, with the dog. I think I think cool. there was more people that were in line last year <laughs> to see Mattis than there were to actually listen to the music. Yeah, I got. I'm gonna. <laughs> um, we're gonna. I gotta. I gotta step and repeat this year for him so they can get in there and the step and repeat. Yeah, yeah it's and get the photos and we got it, some shirts. And it, stuff. it really was for everybody listening. It really was a great event last year. Like it. It really. It was very well put together. It's. It's just. It's nice. And so if you want to come out, I promise you, you're not going to regret it. The stories that are told there, the dogs, just the artists, everything, it's just 100% top-notch. I'm excited yeah. that I'm going to be back this year. Yeah, it's going to be worth the time. So, again, it's projectk9hero.org. You can find that the link at the very top of the homepage, how to get your tickets or your tables. we still got a few sponsorships open, so if you own a company uh, and you think your company wants to be involved at one of our sponsorship levels, Click on the link and there's a sponsorship tap there. Uh, check those out. I mean, those fit your bill for your company. Let us know. And man, we'd love to have you as a sponsor. Uh, get you out there. It, you know, it's a great team building event. Last year, uh, we had Mercedes Benz of uh, Music City was our title sponsor. And they didn't realize when they signed on for that how great of a team building event that was. So if you own a company and you're thinking, well, you know, hey, if you got four or five, eight employees, get two tables, come out, do a team building event, listen to some country music. Been on a few things, meet some dogs. Um, you know, we are a national 501c3 nonprofit. And, uh, you know, our, our job is to take care of uh, members like Pat, who, who's on our show here today, and and Dax, his partner, who they both served in Afghanistan. Uh, Project K9 Hero only helps retired police canines who served our police departments, our federal agencies. Uh, we also our fire departments because we take care of our dogs and do arson detection, search and rescue are those who served in any branch of the United States military. So hence the term hero. And, uh, you know, we've got over 500 pending applications and we are trying to take care of as many as dogs as we can. So, um, and like we talked about, Josh, it's my life's mission. I, I left my perfectly good job in the, in the government to do this. I want to get out here and make a difference. And in the six years I've been doing it, I like to think we have made a difference. And next year we're going to keep growing and keep doing things. And events like this will get bigger and bigger. And hopefully pretty soon one day we'll be talking about the day we're going to do it in Bridgestone Arena. Yes, sir. Well, boys, I appreciate it. And I hope that uh, by y'all doing this, it can help a little bit. And there's anything that we can do 
you know, just let me know. And I'm excited next week, January the 26th, Nashville Palace. Uh, and if y'all need anything, y'all just let us know over here. Y'all supposed to say thank you. Appreciate thank it. You. Kiss my ass. That, that's when everybody uh, says goodbye. Fuck me. I appreciate you, Josh. You know, for those listening, Josh has been a huge supporter of this organization and our show. And I know he wears our stuff all the time, does our stuff. So without without friends and partners like you, man, we wouldn't exist. We, we're lucky to have over 100,000 donors. You probably got us at least two, two of them. So, I mean, we really appreciate it. Well, dude, I do. I don't, I don't help out a lot of people. I've got to know you, like you, and know that what you do is a damn good cause. You and Creative Vets, I will do whatever y'all have going on. I will stand up for y'all and Mission 22. Anything that y'all have going on, I will stop what the fuck I'm doing to help y'all out. Awesome. Well, we, we appreciate it. And seriously, everybody, it's January 26th, National Palace, 6 p.m. Come on out. Daryl Worley, Anthony Smith, Janet Kramer, Keith Anderson, Jared Neiman, Heidi Newfield, Clint Daniels, Rob Mays, plus two more artists I haven't announced yet, and I'm aiming really high for those. So I hope to see you there. And, uh, again, if you come there, come find me. My name's Jason Johnson. I'm the founder and CEO. I'd love to meet you, shake your hand, uh, get you a picture with some of the dogs. And uh, thank you again, Josh, so much. And we appreciate you and your audience for supporting us and helping me protect those who have protected us anytime all right folks thank y'all for listening to the josh terry podcast i will catch y'all next time